Good morning, Portland. I've been watching you doing that Macarena on television. And if I could have your silence, I would like to demonstrate for you the Al Gore version of the Macarena. Would you like to see it again? Ladies and gentlemen, President Bill Clinton. Thank you. Good morning, Portland. I'm happy to be doing the Macarena. Macarena. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Kevin. And this is episode 133. Uh, we're talking... <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> it's our year in review, 1996. Uh-huh. Finally. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big lo- year. Love doing these. It's yeah. just like... There's something about the research of it that's yeah. kind of rewarding. It feels fun just to dig through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good no? Job. <laughs> you <laughs> no. just Kevin was making the saddest face I've ever seen. Well, I was only sad because it's taken like seven of these episodes to get me on one of them. <laughs> can I can I share the true story of how you ended up on this one? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> so I think we were doing Podtober. Yep. And uh, we were talking about like, boy, we should do 1996, but like we've had so many people on like who's left and kevin was sitting there and you went well i haven't been on one really like, yes you have he's like no i haven't that, that's that's the story <laughs> so here you are you're on one yeah it's official well it turned out he had been on uh something yeah uh, I've, I've done a couple podcasts with you guys before <laughs> yeah, year you, end year yeah. end review oh year so end like, review yeah, so current year in review sure but sure like, and those are fun yeah, yeah but not as good as the 90s right <laughs> no of course not yeah um there's no time like the 90s uh so we have uh, a bunch of categories here we have movies tv show uh that debut in 96 nickelodeon shows that debut in 96 nickelodeon episodes albums songs, music videos, video games, books, and interesting events or moments. Yeah. Is that what you guys got? Yep. Cool. Uh, Well, these episodes tend to go forever, so why don't we just just jump in? Uh, Kevin, is there somewhere you'd like to start off? Um, I guess I don't really have any particular... Uh, How about about TV show debut? Yeah, I like that. Cool. Well, uh, I'll start us off, I guess. Um, I chose Dexter's Laboratory for my top show of the year. Uh, Loved it as a kid when it came out. I feel like it kind of like marked the beginning of Cartoon Network supremacy. Yeah. Um, Great show. Uh, So that's when he switched from Nickelodeon to Cartoon Network pretty much? It feels like approximately around this time. Yeah. Yeah, 96 is also kind of, I marked it as kind of like, there's some cool stuff on Nickelodeon, but it definitely is the moment where I start waning a bit. Well, you'll find out later that my Nick TV show debut is like the most barren section of my my (laughs) list So (laughs) for this year. Is there anything there? Uh, There's there's one, well, I guess one, eh, we'll we'll find out later. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, But no, have you watched Dexter's Lab at all recently? Not real recently. Okay. But... 
just I like didn't it. know if it would hold up. Yeah. Or... Oh. I, I think recently enough to know that it's still good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you guys watch it at all? What was that? Uh, I think I only watched it as a consequence of being friends with you. Uh. Like, not... I just never sought it out, but okay. I watched it a lot when I was hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably same goes for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we go to me next. All right. So this is kind of a funny one. I feel like it. I feel like you guys were subconsciously waiting to have me on for this one, so I can embarrass myself <laughs> in front of a ton of people. But oh, Kevin, you, you decided this you list yourself. <laughs> you figured it out. You really? You think I, you know it? I'm pretty sure. Why don't you guess? Seventh Heaven? That's it. <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't even on my radar. Okay. I'm, I'm infamously known as the weirdo that liked Seventh Heaven. And I love that show. Something about the wholesome goodness and the, uh, the sparkle in Eric Cam- Camden's eye. When What's, he's given a... Was that on WB? Uh, yeah. What's the premise of that show? Um, you know, so... The dad is a pastor or... So I guess it's a pastor. I guess. You're telling me. I get all the religion things mixed up, which is even weirder because this is so like centered around religion, and yeah. I'm like one of the least religious people <laughs> you'll ever be. Um, seventh heaven. Seventh heaven is your religion. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I haven't gone to church. <laughs> I always said like when my kids got in trouble, I would like punish them by making me watch, making them watch an episode of Seventh Heaven that pertained to what they got into. Um, yeah. But anyway, you know, he's a pastor at the local church. He's got five kids that get into all kinds of all kinds of trouble. Oh sure. And it just happens like every single episode they all get to all get into the same kind of trouble, so it's related to the theme and everything. So just all kinds of shenanigans oh. that go on, but it's all For wholesome some... and they all have a nice ending. For some reason my head I like imagined it as like I think maybe I'm touching, thinking of touched by an angel or something. Like mm. I thought someone like died all the time. Uh, <laughs> like, huh. I mean, it, it's your standard like teenage drama with a whole lot of extra wholesomeness because yeah. it's WB and <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that's my embarrassing revelation for all of you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pretty poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so far off to a bad start. No, I'd, I'd prefer. Uh, I'd, I. I always prefer vastly different picks than yeah. like. Same yeah, yeah, sure. uh, I went with the Daily Show, uh, huh. which um, I didn't necessarily love the Craig Kilburn Kilborn <laughs> uh, version of it, but the John Stewart years were pretty vital to me in college, and um, I still very much like John Stewart and his take on things, and uh, I felt like it's maybe the most indirect way of like keeping people who wouldn't stay up with politics, finding a way to like, keep them up on it. And... Really? Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's good. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Stewart was definitely the best. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, spawned a whole lot of other shows that are like... I don't know. I feel like nothing has kind of lived up to it quite since... Yeah. Those years. I mean. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's, I guess, a whole different thing. But, like, yeah, I yeah. just, like, I sure. like at least a section of what it gave us. Okay. Uh, with my close call being real close. So why don't we okay. do that? Uh, I picked Beast Wars Transformers. <laughs> the... <laughs> oh, my lord. <laughs> so I'm 0 for 3 on seeing any of your shows, really. Uh, it was the, like, CGI Transformers in which they all have, like, 
they landed on a planet in which they can only survive if they have a beast form, like an animal form or some Na- sort. Naturally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, they each have their own particular animal. And it, uh, when it, this came out, it was like, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this was the greatest. Um, and, you, you know, it's okay. No, did you see but, it? No, I, I wouldn't watch anything called Beast Wars. <laughs> Really? I don't see. know. <laughs> I was busy watching Seventh Heaven. So. Uh, well, it was great. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I can't speak to it, so I'm gonna have to trust you. Yeah. Okay. Animated. Yeah. yeah. It, CGI. Like, you know, it was one of the oh. first like fully 3D shows. Huh. Cool. Well, that sounds impressive. No reboot, I'm sure. Not quite as good as reboot, <laughs> but... All right, Kevin. Well, um, my close call is just going to remind everyone that I didn't have cable growing up, so <laughs> I'm going with Arthur, which, oh, uh, cool. which had probably one of like the best theme songs for like a kid's show, especially like a super educational kid's show like yeah. that one. Um, yeah. yeah. It was a really good one. And just because I... Just to even out the seventh heaven, I threw in <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun as a nice. close call. Oh, yeah. That show was outstanding. John Lithgow is oh, phenomenal. Very yeah. good. And the, like kind of the uh, rise of uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep. And uh, what was uh, Stuart? Uh, what's the French Stuart? French, oh, French Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, I mean, that was a, that was a fun show. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other like close calls that you were thinking about but didn't quite? Uh... Um, I think I had a couple, but I didn't even mark them. Okay. Uh, well, I went with pop-up video on VH1. Wow, what? <laughs> Andrew's not on board with my list. Uh, he was expecting you to do actual TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Pop-up video is a TV show. Uh, I mean, I it would like suck me in. It was like if they'd have those marathons, I would just watch. I, I mean, I love trivia, so I guess that's maybe like why I was kind of into it so much. But I love and I love music. Uh, and videos were real cool in 1996. Yeah. I mean, like that's kind of you're reaching well, the height of what? I mean, we'll get into it. But oh, you don't think they're? Cool? I would argue that this is like the year that marks the end of videos like it's not oh, the no. end but it's the it's the beginning of the end oh no 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 19, 1997 has some really cool videos okay all right um, i didn't uh, skip ahead <laughs> okay uh other shows that came out that i think are very good here uh everybody loves raymond oh terrible <laughs> that was a great show <laughs> I've actually never seen it, but just based on Andrew's response. <laughs> you didn't need cable to watch it. That's right. Uh, no, I, I really got into that one. Can I hear your best Ray Romano impression? No. Oh, man, we should all do one. That's a horrible idea. I'll do one. Uh, Deborah! Pretty good. Uh, uh, Robert, I think it's Robert. Oh, yeah. Robert. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, I'm not doing. One. Come on. No. <laughs> uh, I also noted that Judge Judy uh, oh, also yeah. started in uh, 1996, which is binge, you know, binge TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, she's still on. So, yeah. Uh, I think the only show we—well, no, Daily Show is still on. Um, Ferguson's. Yeah, uh, I went with Arliss. Ah, (laughs) I'm aware of Arliss. I'm not sure I've seen Arliss. Uh, yeah, it was on HBO. It's like a very sports heavy, uh, like sitcom kind of, but not really very funny. 
And For some reason, the only thing I think of when I hear Arliss is Norm MacDonald saying the word Arliss. <laughs> it's like as a punchline somewhere. Arliss. There was a... Uh, man, I wanted to say it was Conan, but it could have been Norm. But there was uh, like a joke that I remember when this... Like in its heyday, where uh, Conan was like... It was like when HBO started uh, their spinoff networks. Uh-huh. And Conan was coming up with like new networks. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> HBO Arliss for people who want to kill themselves. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, uh, I I will definitely trust you on that one. Um, I didn't come up with a Ferguson for this one because either I didn't see him or yeah. didn't hate anything enough. Okay, I went with um a show that premiered on Fox News that year called Hannity and Combs. <laughs> Which, uh, Sean Hannity still on TV, uh, ruining the world. And, uh, Combs was supposed to be kind of like Fox's version of a liberal. And, uh, I remember even at that young age being like, this is not how adults should converse. Like, this is just a terrible use of television. And, um, more, more in particular, I became someone I was very good friends with in high school when I'd hang out at their house. It was, Fox News was always on. And this show in particular at like full blast. And it's just like really i think i really think it like sets up the road of like the worst of like news network (laughs) television um so truly terrible i didn't watch fox news when i was 10 i know that it wasn't on here i i I wouldn't say i watched it when i was 10 as much as like i was indirectly exposed to it uh o'reilly factor also started that year i noted as a uh ferguson Uh, all right, couple all, of, all these conservatives in the room. A <laughs> uh, couple of other random things from uh-huh. 96 about shows. Uh, this was the year that Disney's Doug began. Ah. Yeah. Uh, also, do you have any guesses for the top-rated show? Um, Seventh Heaven. No. <laughs> uh, Seinfeld? No. Uh, it's a big one, but I, I'm sure none of us Roseanne? watched it regularly. Oh. Uh, no, then I don't know. ER. Ah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, an okay year for television. I wouldn't call it yeah. our best so far. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin, where do you want to go next? Oh, I get to choose them all. Um, you can just stick with the TV theme and go to Nick TV Show. Cool. Reviews. Yeah. Um, this was easy for me. Hey, Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Top show of the year. End of conversation. <laughs> End of conversation. Top new Newly released show of the year. Yeah. I think it's almost inarguable. Um, I mean, I'm waiting. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think some people would argue it. Okay, there is one that I think people would pick. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. okay. I hear you. And you, I, I think we'd mentioned this, but I can't remember. You, you watched Arnold from the beginning? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, for some reason, like, the list I was looking at didn't show Hey Arnold, so... Hmm. I would have picked Hey Arnold if... I... We'll just consider it your pick. Yeah. yeah. So Hey Arnold is my pick. I'll just bump my pick down to the close call because I didn't have one of those huh. anyway. Perfect. So, yeah. yeah. Works out. Okay. Uh, same thing. Did you watch Arnold uh, a lot or... Not as a kid, but um, yeah. as I got older and got cable. Yeah. I watched it. Common experience. Yeah. yeah. I picked Arnold too. Uh, I think I've mentioned it's just a show that I think as, a, as, as, as I've gotten older, I've appreciated more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, great like cityscapes the art yeah. background art is really cool the music's really you know jazzy yeah. great <laughs> um it's just like the definition kind of of a cool kid show yeah um 
So okay, so yeah, Arnold's all around. Close yeah. call. Uh, Kablam is my close call. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'll talk about that show, but not for my close call. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, well, and uh, I won't have much to say about it. But. Well, let me just say that. <laughs> yeah, defend its honor. <laughs> let me say that uh, I think that for me personally, like when this came out, uh, it was real. It was like the first Nickelodeon um, like clip show, cartoon clip show. Um, and for me, like I loved that. I loved to be able to like see different things from different uh, creators at that time. Um, and it kind of reminded me of like liquid television or something on MTV. Yeah. Just a similar format um, that I, I just love. I don't know. Did you have a favorite kind of sketch that you most looked forward to? Um, I really, for some reason, liked Life with Loopy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just the way it looked. Um, yeah. It, it had did that look weird cool. like cardboard yeah. look to it. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing you didn't like. Um... Well, we don't have to get to it yet. Oh, sure. Um, my close call was Keenan and Kel, which was originally my first pick. Mm. But then I found out that Hey Arnold was released that year, so yeah. now it's my close call. Very and good. No, no real strong reason for that, only because of the lack of options. Well, I think there's some options here. All right. <laughs> well, I went. I also went with Keenan and Kel. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> A show that is just like relentlessly stupid in the best way. Like just yeah. uh, really, you could tell they're trying to give kids what they want. Just slapstick, uh, high energy, uh, and um, like some really actually pretty funny stories. Uh, Chris is of course hilarious. The uh, the store manager um, as kind of like a a third wheel, but uh, yeah, a show that I think. On rewatching for the sh- for the podcast has been either really hit or really missed. Yeah, I watched uh, the Good Burger movie with my daughter uh, mm. earlier this week, and that was oh. the most I've seen her laugh at like a non-cartoon, oh, or wow. non-animated thing. Wow, cool! Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun. really solidified. Like, yeah. okay, <laughs> these two are special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. cool. Um, did you note anything else that came out that year? Uh. Couple Blues Clues mm-hmm. and Space Cases. Yeah, that's right. Anything else? Uh, Shelby Wu. Yeah. Um, the Shelby. mystery files oh, of, of course. Shelby oh. Wu. Yeah, of course. Shelby Talk Ferguson. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> I forgot we hadn't gotten there yet. Uh, my Ferguson is Shelby Wu. Okay. Um, you know, I don't even hate it that much, but no, there wasn't that much to pick from, and it was the least of what there was to pick from, I feel. Yeah, there's only six shows to pick from, so... Mm. Uh, it just never quite like did anything. I mean, I it felt like very neutral when I was yeah. watching it. Like, yeah, you know, it's okay, but not. It felt like it underachieved for a, a show for like a detective girl. Uh, it just felt yeah. like a. It should have been more. It's yeah. like kind of static. Yeah, I have almost no memory of that show, and considering it was on at the same time as a lot of other shows I liked, I must have either like got bored of it before the theme song finished or just completely blocked it from my memory so I can't really comment yeah. on that at all hmm. but do you have a Ferguson? I do, it is called Kablam uh, yeah. I just didn't enjoy that show one day yeah. interesting Yeah, just wasn't for me <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the first time I've mentioned this, I think I, I brought this up yeah. on like the uh the Snick lineup or something, and yeah. you, guys, you guys shamed me for it. Well, <laughs> well you should feel so. shame. Yeah. 
no, I picked Shelby Wu as well. Uh, just not a very good show. Um, yeah, and I mean, Blue's Clues just isn't really worth fergusizing. And Space Cases, as we've learned. I can't wait to jump into some more Space Cases. In fact, you know what? I learned that... Um, a pretty pop, not a popular horror director, but a guy who's done some horror movies started on Space Cases, or was like one of the first shows he directed. Huh. He directed uh, the movie Splice, and yeah. he just recently directed a movie on Netflix, a uh, Stephen King adaptation, Into the Tall Grass. Huh. Um, so kind of weird. But, that's uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Moving up. Uh, uh, go ahead. Did you note any of the shows that ended this year for Nickelodeon? I did. A whole. Yeah. Oof. I mean, yeah. talk about. I mean kind of symbolic <laughs> yeah it's like an end of an era uh we have pete and pete of course yeah. uh legends of the hidden temple roundhouse uh allegra's window welcome freshman which i can't believe man are Fre- you sure welcome freshman? no now that i say it, it's definitely wrong yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was i, was I think it only went three seasons yeah, yeah. i think yeah rocco right yeah uh ends that year and then the original run of are you afraid of the dark yeah crazy <sighs> Uh, Legends might have ended in 95. Oh, I couldn't okay. quite... There's, like, conflicting dates on a lot of these, but... Uh, yeah. But it's a lot of incredible stuff. Ending. Losing Pete and Pete Rocco and Are You For The yeah, Dark is... that's uh, crazy. That's a tough one to replace with <laughs> Hey Arnold and, you know, yeah. Shelby Wu and Space Case. Uh, Keenan and Cal. But, Again, uh, probably why uh, you kind of got pushed towards Cartoon Network. Yeah, probably. Part of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a little bit. Should we go right into Nick episodes? Sure. Okay. I don't have a lot for that. I'll just warn you ahead of time. <laughs> Andrews is all Kablam episodes. <laughs> um, name. Give me the name of one Kablam episode. Uh, episode one. <laughs> we actually episode reviewed one. Yeah. I don't oh, remember yeah. what it's called. Uh, yeah. Um. Man, I wish I could remember. It's flavorific. Oh yeah, like that. it's flavorific. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, nice job. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. My uh, oh man, this was kind of tough. My favorite overall Nick episode, though, I think is Wacky Deli, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. It's the um, Ralph Big Head one where they go out and uh, deal with him making Wacky Deli, and it's just I don't know. I mean, if you haven't seen it. It's Top Rocco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am the cheese. I am the best character on the show. I am better than both the salami and the bologna combined. I am the best character on the... The meatloaf should be spongy, yet firm. Salami, better than the bologna, better than the bologna. So, what'd you think? We love it! Um, yeah, and, uh, Heifer and... You know, the idea being that Heifer and Rocco and the gang can, like, they're so stupid that they would screw up. They'd somehow get Wacky Deli canceled. Anyway, just a lot of great moments from this one, uh, including the infamous mayo jar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. Great. 
Um, this this topic was kind of overwhelming for me, just thinking about the amount of research that could possibly go into this. Much so. like your, uh, you can't do that on television <laughs> yeah. experience. Yes, pretty much. You're reeling. So, I I went with the Trouble of Teddy because you guys made uh, me watch it recently, and I really yeah. enjoyed it. So. Yeah, nice, cool. I mean, that is a great one. Yeah, uh, really. It's a Pete and Pete episode for those out there uh, keeping score. Yeah, season three. Yeah. Excellente. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, excellente. The only thing is, every time I see her, I kind of clam up. Hey, I've been there, pal, and I'll be there for you. What are you doing? My very special soul shake. Here, stick with me this time. Soul. You have to say it. So, uh, I also went Wacky Deli. Uh, Rocko's nice. Modern Life. Uh, just so funny. Uh, really working really on all nice. cylinders. Um, just like kind of the best of Rocko craziness. Yeah. Um, and Ralph as a character just being a great, kind of this great underutilized but really memorable character. Yeah. Which of course comes up again in Static Cling, but... Yeah. And I think of it as, like, one of the best written episodes. Yeah. It just, like, there's no uh, extra stuff. There's no unnecessary stuff in there. I don't know. Yeah. While also feeling like a du- Joe Murray making a direct commentary on, like, what it's like to make yeah. a cartoon for Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, really, really great writing. Um, but a lot of great episodes this year, so close calls. Uh, yeah, my close call. Uh, I finally landed on Heat, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Wow. Uh, okay. I just love that one. We've talked about it on here. Yeah. Um, for me, it probably be partly because it's a, such a summer episode, uh, it just hits a perfect note to me. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I talked Heat with you guys, right? That was me? I think so. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's my close oh, call. Oh, yeah, it's all coming rushing back to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so going with that is my close call. <laughs> because it's just one of the few episodes you've seen? Well, yeah, I looked through the, the episodes, and, like, one of the fewer episodes that I can, like, remember and associate with that year, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, my memory's getting really bad about who's joined us on what episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we're 130-some episodes. <laughs> Either I was on that, or I really enjoyed listening to it. Oh, cool. So. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> until I realized you were on that. <laughs> uh, I picked um, The Vacant Lot, Hey Arnold, oh, uh, yeah. as my close call. We've talked about that episode yeah. as well, but just a great summer baseball community type of episode of Hey Arnold where everybody's kind of incorporated and yeah. you know, the gang getting together to do something. Yeah, that was um, very close for me. Yeah, okay. I was not on that. Uh, podcast and therefore I did not select it as my close call. But that has to sound pretty appealing. Baseball, yeah. summer, <laughs> Arnold. Add it, <laughs> add it to the close call list. <laughs> did you have any other close calls? Because I had a, I had a, I, had um, some, I, had a I considered here. the list from Hey Arnold. Um, oh, yeah, love that one. Yeah, that is. Um, I think those were like, it was going to be one of those though. Okay. Cool. What um, for Pete and Pete, I went with the last laugh, mm. uh, which is just a. I've mentioned it before, but a perfect Adam West uh, cameo on that episode. 
uh, where he's pretty much trying to destroy Pete as Pete trying to pull off a prank at the school. Uh, also, Rocco Modern, Rocco's Modern Life teed off is uh, one of my all-time yeah, favorite Rocco's. Yeah. Um, and then Are You Afraid of the Dark? Didn't love, don't love the fifth season of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I mean, not terrible. I, I guess I said oh, uh, the Tale right. of the Night Shift was probably maybe a highlight. That was probably the best of the 96 ones. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean, yeah. And even that, like, I mean, it's good, but... Not great, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, like we said, kind of the the ending seasons of a lot of great shows, plus the start of Harold. Yeah. I guess um, Keenan and Kel, Tainting of the Screw, oh, yeah. uh, would have to go great in there. Um, yeah, a couple of really good Keenan and Kells that first season. But uh, Ferguson's? Yeah. Um, I went with Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of the Jagged Sign. Uh, I just... Felt like this was a good chance to get Are You Afraid of the Dark in the Ferguson position. Yeah. Um, but this really is like an underwhelming episode. It's like, uh, I don't know. There's not much to it. It's a ghost one. Um, old old lady ghosts, which is Yeah, like dark. lost love ghosts. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's the perfect kind of combination for me, especially at the time, uh, to not be into it. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like the weakest also of that last season yeah. right near the end it's just ugh. I don't have a Ferguson but I'll make sure I don't watch that episode nice yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, same so the tale of the uh, jagged sign <laughs> uh, I think we both had it on our worst Are You Afraid of the Darks yeah. list it's, I, I think I mentioned on that episode that it's like an episode that induces me to fall asleep <laughs> every time I watch it I get sleepy and there's something about the pacing of I'm it. I'm yawning right now as you're talking about it. <laughs> uh, it's not a good episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And um, like you said, it's a good it's a good chance to maybe show some equity. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, you know. They don't always it had get its, it right. Yeah, it had yeah. its faults. Um, so, uh, you know, kind of an okay year of Nickelodeon. A really interesting year of Nickelodeon. Kind of a changing yeah. of the guard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, where do you want to go uh, next? Should we cruise on to movies? Oh, boy. If you got a couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I was doing my research on this one, I I kept, like, looking down the list. I'm like, how how do I keep seeing amazing movies on this list? Like, they just kept coming. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. And I, and so what I've learned, well, Andrew doesn't seem to agree by the look on his face. I uh, know there was a lot of good ones, okay. but it was an easier year for me as far mm, as these pick. years have gone. Yeah. Well, you get to do all the years in review. This is the easy, the favorite was easy for me. The close call was like, well, I'll talk about it. But, yeah. um, so what I'm going to try to do, I was telling you is be, uh, make sure we try to name as many as possible. Cause people really get sure. sensitive yeah. about these year in reviews of <laughs> not having something they love named. And I'm sure inevitably I'll still miss something, but, um, you know, we'll try to talk about a bunch here. Yeah. Uh, so favorite movie of 1996. Yeah. This was tough. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it was I tough you said for your me. Number one was easy or you said that my, number oh, okay. one was it was easy. tough Sorry. for me to make this choice because I feel like, I don't know. You'll know when I say it, um, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Uh, Happy Gilmore. For 400 years, golf has been a gentleman's game, a game of tradition, etiquette, and above all, sportsmanship until now. Y'all ready for this? Yeah! Meet Happy Gilmore. He was a hockey player. Touch my puck, baby! Don't you ever touch my puck! 
who was skating on thin ice. But when his grandma needed his help... Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000. We're going to have to sell the house to someone else. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. He discovered a new talent. The house is like 400 yards away. That's unbelievable. Now he's going from the rinks. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. To the links. Hey, where are you going with those clubs, punk? I'm your caddy. He's going to be on the top. Wow, okay. Um, I just, you know, it's like, it's a comedy. So already it's kind of like almost hard to put that as your top movie of the year. But, yeah. uh but I've probably gotten more joy out of that movie than any other one from 96 okay. over the years. Um, and I still love it. I still think it's the best Adam Sandler for my money. So, I, I mean, it's I would up agree for with debate that. with Billy Madison, but... Oh, yeah, so Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore? I would go with Happy Gilmore myself. I think I'd also watch Happy Gilmore. It's just an easier watch. Yeah, yeah. It's less abrasive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> And it's such a like it's a charming story, yeah. like saving his grandma's home. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it still holds up. Yeah, it's really funny. So that, that was fifth on my list. I have a question. Did you guys ever back when Happy Gilmore came out? Did you ever try to like get your parents to go purchase the movie? So it it occurs to me right now that my parents might have just told me this, to, so they didn't have to buy the movie. But like, I couldn't find that movie anywhere in stores, and I could only <laughs> find it to rent at Blockbuster. Huh. And I was just wondering if anyone else had that experience or if it was like, oh, your dog went to the farm kind of thing. <laughs> your dog went to the farm? Uh, no, I, di- I don't remember that happening. Okay. okay. Um, Do you remember how I'm, you saw it? I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to mention, like, growing up, too, this was, like, a huge movie. Like, when this came out, it yeah. was like, I shouldn't be watching this. Uh and it's cracking me up. Yeah. And I felt like obtaining like, this movie was like getting the Holy Grail. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, well, uh, I wouldn't have remembered until this came up, but uh, the reason we we saw this in the theater for my birthday. Oh, man. Um, so I just looked it up. This movie came out uh, about two weeks before my birthday. Wow. Um, we went to TGI Fridays. I have a. I really distinctly remember this day because I almost choked on a mozzarella stick. Uh, and then we went to uh, a nearby theater and we saw. I mean, you, me. I mean, it must have been like Alex. And yeah. I don't know, maybe one other person, but yeah, we saw Happy Gilmore. And I remember remember feeling like, boy, I don't think my mom knew what I was asking her to take because like my mom's very, as far as like when I was growing up, very conservative about what I was allowed to watch, like No Simpsons, things like that. And so I feel like maybe she got like bamboozled of like, <laughs> oh, it's a movie about a golfer. Like, yeah, let's go, yeah. let's go see it. Um, but uh, yeah, great movie. Well, as great as that movie was, it did not make my my number one. My uh-huh. uh, number one is Multiplicity. Wait a minute, <laughs> you have to be. I am not kidding. Me. I absolutely love that movie. <laughs> Okay. Oh, um, just I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting the uh, <laughs> the surprise on that one. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong movie uh, with Michael Keaton. Oh, this is the <laughs> just him over and over on the This is the right movie. It's like work is first, and my family is a close second. I'm a I'm a distant third, bringing up the rear. By a miracle of modern science, I just need a little time for myself. Doug Kinney is about to get the one thing he needs more of. 
Doug, your clone. Himself. So, uh... What, uh, what do I feed it? Now, between the two of us, we're gonna get a lot of stuff done. We're gonna kick some ass. We're gonna be awesome. There are two Dugs to go around. I'll get the dishes, now drive the kids to school. Thanks. Two Dugs to share the load. When'd you have time to do all this? I suggest we all do them every morning. Find out what he had for breakfast. But it's still not enough Dugs. I hate to ask you, honey, but could you pick up the kids? To get the job done. <laughs> two? Like a meat. Look at. Do you see how many movies are on this? Do you see it? Like how many are here? I do see that. Literally didn't make my list as far as like something someone would oh. even want me to mention. Oh. That is one of the most like quoted movies in my household. I. This is just insane. <laughs> like quote what parts? Oh man, I'm not. <laughs> Malta There's so Felicity. many parts. Can't even... <laughs> How do I narrow it down? I, I, I can't. There's so many of him. He can't remember all the different lines. Oh, it's just such a great movie. Maybe I, I need it. to revisit it because Michael Ugh. Keaton's good and '90s Keaton's very good. I like good. Michael Keaton. I uh, like getting to see Michael Keaton play four different characters because yeah. they all have different personalities. Right. One's kind of like brash, right? Yeah. And, and, and then others... it, and then at one point, one of the copies copies himself, and then you get like. <laughs> A less, a lesser copy, which we'll and talk he's... about later, is very relevant. Nineteen ninety six, yeah, copies uh, of yourself. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just mm. really enjoyed that movie. And there's um, one of the, um, not co-star, but I guess not quite extra, um, was Q from Star Trek. So <laughs> <laughs> he has one of my most memorable lines, which I just think this... is so stupid. Um, he, he says, you know what they say, if, if you don't come in on Saturday, don't even bother coming in on Sunday. <laughs> it makes no sense, and I, I, I try to use that at work. People don't oh, get I'm it. really happy we asked you to be at 1996. <laughs> Besides, oh. wild hearts can't be bro- broken. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the easily the most surprising pick, I think. Yeah, I mean, probably no one else. I'm not even sure anyone else in the world <laughs> would pick this as their favorite '96 movie. My dad would. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, please let us know if you're in Kevin's Man, camp. As multiplicity being the best movie of 1996. <laughs> wow, jeez. Uh, well, cool. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I mean, certainly, my, my list of close calls certainly wouldn't like endear me to say like I have good taste. So, uh, <laughs> um, my favorite movie of 1996 is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, I went with Fargo. I'm uh, Jerry Lundegaard. You got the car? You bet. Brand new burnt umber Sierra. You want your own wife kidnapped? Her dad, he's real well off. So why don't you just ask him for the money? <laughs> See, these are personal matters. Personal matters. It's Jerry. I don't know what to do. It's my wife. We gotta talk. It's something hard, geez. It's terrible. So, I got the state looking for a Sierra with a tag starting DLR. I'm not sure that I agree with you 100% on your police work there, Lou. I think that vehicle there probably had dealer plates. Jeez. DLR? No, they said no cops. Here's the second one. So we got a trooper pull someone over. This the new car then, sir? Oh, it certainly is, officer. Still got that smell. There's a high-speed pursuit. We got a shooting. And then this execution-type deal. Million dollars, a lot of damn money. They got my daughter. Are you hun? Brought you some lunch, Margie. What are those, night crawlers? Oh, yeah, it looks pretty good. How's Gene? Who's Gene? My wife. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Coen Brothers movie with um, Steve Buscemi's great in that, and William H. Macy's just perfect in it. Uh, Francis McDormand's really great. 
Um, so just kind of a crime mystery, but like not really like one I'd ever seen before where it's these kind of just Midwestern everyday people with this really kind of weird crime. Um, yeah, it feels like more normal now. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel that weird. Yeah. I guess in retrospect, it's probably, yeah, at the time it was very strange and like, uh, you'd never seen it, anything like it, but now it's like. It almost, like, became part of the fabric of the culture or something. I mean, there's a whole show now. I don't know if you're a yeah. fan of it Oh, or I not. love the show. Yeah, I think the show's really good, yeah. too. Um, it's just got this... It does have this kind of universe feel, like, yeah. where it's you're entering into this known but kind of weird place. Um, yeah, I think it's a beautiful movie, just, like, how white it is. I mean, it's yeah. just, like, blazing blizzards and... I kind of hate watching William H. Macy in that. It makes me feel like anxiety watching his character yeah his character is anxiety <laughs> every almost every character except for francis mcdormand is a terrible yeah, person yeah. in that movie so uh but she's just a real ray of sunshine yeah. and uh yeah uh, i mean it's a great movie there's yeah. no denying that have you seen that one yeah just, just no mul- <laughs> just no multiplicity <laughs> right it's like as surely good as multiplicity <laughs> is bad <laughs> Every critic in 1996, like, oh. <laughs> um, Okay. Uh, my close call. This was tougher for me, um, but I finally landed on From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, uh, cool. I just always really liked this, even from a really young age. I uh, probably, like, shouldn't have watched it now that I'm thinking of it, but uh, it was great. Like, I loved it even then. I was like, yeah. this is, as far as vampire movies goes, like, when this came out, it's like, new yeah like another movie i definitely only saw because i was friends with you but that's uh george clooney yeah. yeah 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 that's a pretty gnarly movie i didn't realize it came out that year well um i'm gonna list three close calls and all three of these were like very close seconds to the to so the close the <laughs> the multiple no um <laughs> they're all multiple <laughs> in, in the vein of yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> oh, I guess the definitive close call is going to be Happy Gilmore. But okay. uh, trailing behind it is Kingpin, which has hmm. one of my uh, favorite boy, I missed that too. Favorite quotes of all time when they uh, walk into the bowling alley at the end, and the camera pans around the room. You see a bunch of like fat guys like drinking beer and smoking, and the guy says, "I've never been in the presence of so many." professional athletes it's <laughs> yeah. like it's really funny um and then that thing you do oh uh, yeah oh yeah uh i like it you know yeah. i don't uh. feel like that about it <laughs> all right it's good this is my seventh of the year oh, okay. seven. Yeah. <laughs> um well so i wrote here that you know this is pretty much i feel like the year of close calls for me mm-hmm. in movies like Every one of these are kind of some of my favorite movies of all time, even though I know they're not really, like, considered good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, Multiplicity or... Well, I mean, you think... Ha- that's considered good already. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, uh, Happy Gilmore is considered good, but I think by critics it would be considered kind of lesser than... Yeah, so it just seems like definitely. a year ripe with those movies. So I ultimately went with The Cable Guy. Wow. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> which is a movie, I think, meeting my description, which is a movie that was not universally loved in any way, maybe even like pretty rejected, 
but like really nailed whatever my sense of humor was. And I feel like at this age, like Happy Gilmore came out that year. There's a bunch of more comedies I'll mention here, but I was starting to figure out what my humor was, and it was definitely like black comedy. Yeah. And even still, I watch it and I'm like, boy, this movie's dark. Like, yeah. just the very concept of this stalker cable guy is a really dark concept and yeah. uh, felt different for Jim Carrey, like less wacky. Um, so it's a movie I still like pretty much at the drop of a hat if it's on I'll watch Um, Matthew Broderick fascinating performer (laughs) Uh, early Jack Black in this movie Um, yeah love it a couple other things about it Uh, this was the the highest paid like role at the time uh, for Jim Carrey like the highest paid that any the highest anyone had been paid for for a role at that time wow okay 20 million dollars which seems like Nothing now. Yeah. 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 Um, also, do you know who directed that? Oh, of course. Ben, ben Stiller. <laughs> Unbelievable. Was it his first movie? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Great directo- um, directorial yeah. De- debut. Yeah. Um, I've actually watched it recently, uh, within this year. Yeah. Um, and now I love it. Like, as yeah. a kid, it maybe scared me more than yeah. that. <laughs> I think that was the case for me, too. I was like, well, there's that one dream funny. sequence with where Jim Carrey has the green yeah, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, but w- watching it now, like I really, it's really well done. Yes, I mean, just like perfectly paced, really well written. Like it's just great. It's very good. Yeah, good pick. Yeah. Um. So I feel. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I feel yeah. pretty good with that one. Um. I feel like it's been vindicated a little bit over the years. I think Judd yeah. Apatow was a pr- Apatow was a producer yeah. on that. Um. Any other close calls you want to mention? Because I have a ton of stuff no, go, here. Go uh, I got a few. Okay. Um. Mars attacks. <sighs> Definitely. I mean, that was that was between that and Cable Guy and that, and just panned at the time. Like people thing, hated right. it. Right? I don't. Crazy. What were people expecting? I don't. Maybe about no, Martians? I have no <laughs> idea. Was, I mean, I guess it, this was the same year as Independence Day, uh, yes. which happens to be the highest grossing movie of the year. I'll mention. Did um, you guys see Independence Day when it came out? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Kidding me? But it, it was great. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Mars Attacks also great. Yeah. In a totally different way. Um, Scream. Which at the time yeah, I loved. Game changer. I into it. Uh, Jingle all the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on the list. We've talked it's about on the it. List. I think. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. Yeah. And Kids in the Hole Brain Candy. Ah, uh, yeah. One I didn't see until much later. <laughs> so I, good. Really strange and fun. One of my favorite like ever lines in a movie is um, they're talking about the candy or like the, the yeah, whatever, uh, and it's. It's like it's 72 degrees in your brain all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. you what, if you rewatch Multiplicity, you'll have a new favorite <laughs> quote of all time. <laughs> or you'll have 50 new quotes yeah. of all time. Hey, there's another of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, so those were a bunch of mine. Um, Mars Attacks, Happy Gilmore's on there. Um, that Thing You Do, for sure. Just <laughs> For sure. It just it's good. the war. It gives me just the best feeling. I love oh, that yeah. movie. I keep seeking it out on streaming services, and it's not anywhere. And it's really, uh. I've come very close to just buying it because I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> um, but uh, have you noticed that uh, Guy Patterson is the dad, one of the dads in um, Thirteen Reasons Why? Oh, I've not seen that show. No. Oh. Well, he, he's like one of the older guys. And I'm like, wow, that guy looks really familiar. And then yeah. after like five minutes, I'm like, oh my god, it's... He, he's the replacement drummer? Captain no, Rose? he's the original drummer. 
Trevor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That actor's yeah. 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 He's it was just out. weird to see him like older and like oh, yeah. This thing, that, <laughs> that thing you do. Um, it was absolutely like imperative that they get the song right in oh, that. Oh boy, talk and about, they did get it right. They nailed I it. I mean, yeah. Jeez. It still holds up. Like yeah. he comes on, you're like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, that drum part, that intro. Um, They're so, like, this whole movie hinges on this song. I guarantee it's that was the conversation. Had, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks produced it. Uh, and so, I, you know, Hanks isn't going to settle for <laughs> some junk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Jingle All the Way I had here, Scream I had. Um, Wes Anderson's debut with Bottle oh. Rocket, which is a movie I really Man, I didn't love. Um, so, uh, though, not one of my more favorite Wes of Anderson. his. Yeah. It's very different than yeah. like kind of the rest of it. It seems more straight narrative based than the rest, yeah. while still or like a char- character study. I don't know. It's a uh, it's good. Uh, and then one of my favorites, which I have taken some heat on mm. uh, in this pack on this podcast, is Mel Gibson's Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely deserve. That's right down there with Multiplicity. No way. Uh, hey. Maybe not quite that low, but yeah. I mean, people want nuts for ransom. Uh, <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm not sure if that's I, true. I have no factual basis for that, it. but I, I think so. I highly doubt it. Uh, I guarantee it's lower on the list than Multiplicity. For uh, gr- box office gross, I have no idea. Let's look it up. Uh, you, what do you that's look, a good. Yeah. yeah what do, what do you look it up? Multiplicity or ransom? Oh no! Ransom had to. Have I don't know higher. about the box office, but um, <laughs> just based on ratings, Ransom gets a six point six out of ten on IMDb, <laughs> and Multiplicity gets a six point one. Well, uh, even those are that, both a little high. The, <laughs> that doesn't indicate. Okay, so ran, Oh no, you're toast. Ran, <laughs> Ransom made. Uh, Ransom made three hundred nine point. Five million dollars. Wow, three oh nine million. That's okay. insane. Okay, multiplicity. <laughs> One million. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if it'll even come up with a, n- a number for it. Uh, Twenty-one million. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's how much they paid. So just uh, a couple. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this freaking poster. <laughs> Oh no! So oh, this good. is so bad. It is like one of the most memorable posters ever. Somehow, that's such a great scene. Uh, <laughs> it is a really. It felt like blockbuster. It was just like walls yeah. of multiplicity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just a few hundred million off. Yeah. Uh, a couple other, uh, just some movies I thought worth mentioning. Stop me if you want to say anything. Uh, Black Sheep. Oh uh, yeah, another Chris Farley. Uh, David Spade the classic. The other Chris Farley movie. Yeah, I guess really? so. I guess so. Well, almost heroes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no? no? Okay. Also, Billy Madison. He, he stole the show. In that. He, he was good. He is very yeah. great in Billy Madison. Uh, Biodome, uh, mm. The Birdcage, uh, James and the Giant Peach. Uh, it was a really cool it. looking yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, Twister, huge hit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it was a huge... (laughs) Or do you think it made less than (laughs) multiplicity? Yeah, look it up. (laughs) I might need to look up what movies did make less than multiplicity. (laughs) Uh, 
nobody tuning into a 1996 podcast thought they'd hear this much about multiplicity. Uh, Mission Impossible, uh, the, oh, first, yeah. the first of the Tom Cruise. That was great. Yeah, really cool. Uh, the Rock, which is a movie I think people like a lot. I, I've somehow never seen The Rock. Oh, The Rock's good. Okay. I mean, it's a good action movie. Okay. You're into that type of thing uh the nutty professor huge oh, eddie murphy yeah, yeah. hit yeah. you loved that didn't you nutty oh professor? that that that, yeah. <laughs> that dinner table scene where there's burping and belching and farting i thought and... that was the whole movie <laughs> that's all i remember uh house arrest came out that year uh tin cup uh which is a, a, i think a widely beloved sports you know, movie it's not bad yeah another golf movie yeah um I'm not sure it's I've ever not seen like it something through. I thought I would like, but it's yeah. all right. Uh, the English Patient, which was kind of the big Damn. Oscar movie that year. Never seen it. Ne- neither have I, but I think it's kind of died. As time's gone by, I think less love oh. for it. Uh, the, my only association is the Seinfeld episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Romeo and Juliet, the uh, mm. the new Leo version. Yeah. I actually really like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I think there's a lot of fans of that yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you surprised by someone that loved Seventh Heaven? Just not sure what to think now right. about what's going on over there. <laughs> uh, the Crucible, which I watched in a panic for high school English, mm. <laughs> having not read the book. Oh, we actually watched uh, Romeo and Juliet. You think Juliet and English? Oh, course. I'm saying I watched it at home because oh. I didn't read the book. Oh, you think okay, that's gotcha. a notable '96 movie? Daniel Day Lewis. Anything Daniel Day Lewis huh. is in is notable. I mean, I don't. I'm never. <laughs> I mean, I know of the story. I guess Winona I didn't Ryder. know it was a movie. Though. I think it was kind of a big deal, hmm. maybe, at the time. Okay. Um, but uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is yeah. the yeah. king. Okay. <laughs> uh, People vs. Larry Flint. Really cool movie. Yeah, I liked it. All right. And then a big uh, award show buzz one was uh, Avita. Mm. Okay. Some of the stuff I have. Interesting. There are a lot of terrible movies this year. <laughs> Do you want Doug Ferguson's? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I finally landed on Jack for my Ferguson. Oh. That is the Robin Williams. Oh, I'm just going to jump in right now. Same. He's a normal kid. I'm telling you, he's out of range, but he looks 40. He just ages four times faster. So I'm big for my age. And he's the biggest thing that ever hit the fifth grade. How old are you? Ten. A ten-year-old doesn't change. Dad, dad. Ow, dad. My mother's coming to you meet the principal today. So? Well, you're going to be the principal. Oh, got a strong grip. You're a manly man. Hey, you. You shoot hoops? Me? No, the 40-year-old kid behind you. Bring the basket. Yeah! Unstoppable! Hollywood pictures. Wow. Yes. Oh. Which is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's really incredible because there's so many bad movies. Yes. Oh. Uh... It, uh, man, it just seems so, like, I remember seeing it at the time and, like, being, uh, I guess I was a kid, so I was, like, a little bit, uh, moved by it, but now I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, it's kind of, um, it's like Robin (laughs) Williams, this kid becomes Robin Williams very quickly, kind of, instead of, I feel like it's kind of like a weird, um depiction of this real disorder dis- oh yes. yeah definitely that's like why would you do this yes. i don't know and it's like a hyper melodrama but it was sold it was really sold as like a kids movie yeah, like yeah. i saw it in the theater and I, I even when i saw it in the theater i'm like why am i watching this <laughs> this is so weird and not fun and 
I, I guess I should rewatch it because I liked it as a kid, but I haven't watched it recently. So <laughs> I think might, I probably would have watched anything with Robin Williams. So yeah. I'm just going to. It might fit right in that seventh heaven groove. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. I, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have more Ferguson's? Or? Uh, no. Oh, okay. that's my... Well, my Ferguson isn't necessarily like it was a bad movie, but I didn't. I was very disappointed. So the movie is D3. Ah. Um, Since its inception, Eden Hall Academy has taken great pride in its tradition of excellence. And so today, we proudly open our doors via full scholarships to a truly gifted group of student-athletes. Hi, we're the Ducks. The Mighty Ducks are back. School looks stuffy, but we'll loosen it up, huh, coach? <laughs> I'm not going to be your coach this year, Charlie. They've got a new coach. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Don't try to suck up to me, Avery. I, I guess I don't know if it, uh, like, standalone. Uh, the Mighty Ducks? The Mighty Ducks or, 3. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, D3. Just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, what the, that's what they called it. Um, <laughs> they. <laughs> the Royal They. Yeah. <laughs> um, it it might have been an okay standalone movie, but, like, you had maybe like 10 minutes of screen time for Emilio Estevez, and I don't think I saw one knuckle puck, so all expectations <laughs> were just destroyed. Uh-huh. So, that's... D3. Yeah. D3. Okay. Wow. I can't say I've probably watched it since the 90s, but it made uh, what is my gigantic list of Ferguson's. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So, I'm calling this the year of terrible kids' movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a okay. lot. I don't know if you took note of any others. Um... So I'll just go right down the list. Dunstan checks in. Oh, oh. loved Dunstan checks in, you, and you, I will stand by it today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm at, listen. I'm fully aware that like none of the the problem with this is people love '90s kids movies, so nothing I'm gonna say is gonna fly. I mean, that one though is for a movie that you would like describe as a, a monkey running around with a kid. Not the only one that year. Okay, well, it's great. It's great. Uh, you really had your choice between Dunstan checks in and Ed. Oh, Ed. Ed that, was the bottom of the barrel version. But that had Joey from Friends, right? Yes. Yeah, did you yeah. see that one? I saw it, but it wasn't very good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't... Yes, none of these are very good. Chris had an Ed poster up in his uh, college <laughs> We've discussed room. this, yes. <laughs> um, Muppet Treasure Island. Um, down Periscope. Oof. That's not a kids movie, but uh, it was kind of marketed as like a silly. I don't know. It... <laughs> You're, you might be right. You, you might think be Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. <laughs> Wait till you looking... see Frasier in the Navy. <laughs> um, one, one I saw in the movie theater. Now I don't know. Eddie, uh, the one with Whoopi Goldberg where she oh, takes over the hey. New York Knicks. <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't see that. <laughs> Never saw. Really I'm, bad. I'm inclined to see it now, though. <laughs> I was between that and Jack uh, is my uh, worst. Uh, Eddie's very bad. Kazam, uh, yeah. another oh, bad yeah. kids movie that I'm sure someone ironically likes. Uh, a very, uh, very Brady sequel, mm. not very good. Larger than Life, not very good. Now I don't remember what that is. Um, uh, oh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I can yeah. see how you get those two confused. <laughs> a weird niche market of elephant movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have... This is probably the one people will most be upset with me. And one we're probably due to do a review of is Harriet the Spy. Oh, yeah. Which I was just very amped up for mm -hmm. um, as a, like the first Nickelodeon movie, but 
didn't like it mm. in the theater. Space Jam is another one I know people Space love, Jam. but yeah. not sure it would qualify as a good movie. Yeah. Um, Hunchback of the Notre, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, the Disney movie no one ever yeah. wanted right. to see. Right, like in, in, the, in the prime of Disney, it seems yeah. like kind of a down yeah. point. Um, Homeward Bound Two, which I'm not going to say I've seen, but there's just no way it's good. Mm. Uh, I like I that movie. Argue. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? I did. <laughs> uh, D three I have on here. Uh, the remake of Flipper, oh, um, yeah. Pinocchio, Sergeant Bilko, which <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen. That's Steve Martin, right? Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one, but uh, it looks pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven too. Um, I'll mention. I won't say I hate it because I know that like I'll get crucified. But Matilda came out that year. Yeah, we um, just watched that uh, earlier this week. With, and yeah, with the kids. Um, it was fine. No good burger. Huh? No good burger. Oh right, yeah. It's certainly <laughs> no good burger. Uh, and then one that came out that is probably deemed bad, but I kind of had a soft spot for was First Kid. Yeah. Oh. Uh, with Sinbad. Yep. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I I guess I have a soft spot for Sinbad. In the 90s in general. Agreed. <laughs> we shared this uh, co- this commonality. Um, he was but... really good in uh, Good Burger. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like the teacher. <laughs> yeah. And, huh. and uh, Keenan destroyed his car. That's yeah. the whole premise of the movie. Yeah. 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 Weird year at the movies. Like a lot of like, a lot of niche type yeah. of stuff. Um, but uh, I, not, not a great one for kids' movies, I don't think. Um, one little interesting fact. The Space Jam website is still up, and it has oh. not been updated since 1996. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like a weird time capsule. So people go there yeah, and just there. expect the old school. Yeah. Cool. They're just keeping it there for Space Jam 2. GeoCities. Yeah, somebody must be paying for it, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, Disney. Well, I guess. Well, who made Disney would have oh, had to make Warner Brothers? Oh, Warner's would have yeah. had to make it, yeah. And Space Jam 2's coming, yeah. They're like, yeah. why close this down? <laughs> it would still coming. To it me. would be kind of cool if they kept it look exactly the same, but just like change the info for the new Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. Just put the number two on. It. <laughs> <laughs> just they did a find and replace Space Jam yeah. with Space Jam two. <laughs> like bad Photoshop of LeBron's head over <laughs> Michael Jordan's. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Busy year at yeah. the movies. Yeah. Um, where do you want to go next, Kevin? Um, how about video games? Since we're sticking with things that you see. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I did, I hadn't quite put together that was the category. Okay. Yeah. Uh well this was no question for me. Super Mario 64. Same. Yo, listen up. We will not live in a two-dimensional world. We won't go in one direction or see where we can set. We will walk through walls. We will take a look around us. We will not be confined. We believe in the path of least limits. We won't be told how to view the world. We will experience true freedom. We will not compromise. We will live the game through our hands. We will be in control of something. We will change the system. There's just, I mean, how do you, how do you beat it? Uh, this is actually pretty close for me, but um, because we're kind of like in the prime of some Super Nintendo games, and yeah, um, but I mean, when this came out, there it, was nothing. It was this completely world altering. This was the first time I said video games could not possibly look any better than this. <laughs> yeah, and then I said it every single time yeah. a game was released after that. But um, there's just no like way to describe the jump from 2d to yeah. 3d like how that was when it happened it's I just have, like what is going on i have such vivid memories of the first time i played this game it was 
ridiculous. Played it. Yeah. Did you get all 120 stars? Yes. Wow. It was a game I never got through. Um, but I, oh. but I was like a, I was more fascinated just by walking around it. Yeah. I feel like I would less play it mm. and more just like enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> just wander around the castle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Amazing music too. Um, well, correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, not my favorite of the year because Mario Kart 64 came out that year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fasten your seatbelts for a 360 degree burnout. Precision handling for one to four drivers. New Mario Kart 64. It really kicks. Asphalt. Um, absolutely a game I still play monthly. Um, love it. Uh, we, we, you know, we did tournaments and, yeah. uh, we, I think we got like every, every penny that could get out of that game. Yeah. Um, oh. just, yeah, for like through college playing it. And so, uh, really fond of, really fond of it. Do you guys have any, um, favorite, uh, levels on that one or? Not necessarily a favorite oh, yeah. level. Well, I mean, I probably a favorite levels but mm-hmm. i remember nintendo power had this contest right when the game came out yeah that if you could beat the um mario raceway or what yeah uh, mario raceway yeah. in like less than a minute and 26 seconds on time trial mode you were entered in a contest and <laughs> i had some friends in my class that how were, fast i think it was like a minute and 26 seconds okay i had some friends in my class that were like hey kevin can you do this and like then i can enter myself i'm yeah. like yeah i'll do it <laughs> and then i went home and i, I couldn't. Wow, like, okay. Yeah, it was like really, really challenging. There's no shortcuts on that one at all. Um, there, there? there's a couple, but you got to use your mushrooms oh, wisely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, definitely my favorite level is now I can't remember the name of it, but the beach. Oh yeah, uh, a Koopa Troopa Beach. That sounds right. <laughs> um, I like the DK Jungle quite yeah, a bit. I love that. Oh, DK Jungle oh, is yeah. very fun. Hated DK Jungle. What? You must have been lousy at it. <laughs> oh, Choco Mountain's the worst. I think I like the Yoshi Lovely, Yoshi Valley. Ugh, I really hated that too. Oh, you like Yoshi Valley? Well, I just so like, confusing. I just knew like the perfect route in that level. Yeah. You make a right? No. No? Uh. Uh-uh. You don't make a right? I don't make a right. <laughs> then that's not the perfect route. Yeah, let's I'll, play. I'll play you. <laughs> Wait, right at the beginning? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you make a right. I make a left. There's just no way that's the perfect route then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but no, you won't know until the very end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called Koopa Troopa Beach, and I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. I also think Bowser's Castle is like a mm. really kind yeah. of intricate, fun level. And I'm a real sucker for um, Calamari Desert. Oh, yeah, that one's fun. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't like Rainbow Road as a level, but that was, like, really cool to see in, like, the 3D environments. Yeah. And, like, yeah. it was really fun. Like, and it's, just... it's kind of the safest version of yeah. Rainbow Road. You re- I mean, you can fall off, but you really got to. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, just such an upgrade from the yeah. Super Nintendo version. It was so cool. Uh, yeah. I like the Wario Raceway or whatever, too. Um, the yeah. Wario Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. 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 Uh, great level. Just kind a of really like a memorable dirt bike one. Track. Yeah. 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 Kind of long, though. Yeah. Long. Memorable cheat in that level, though. <laughs> oh, get over that wall. Yeah. And if you really can nail someone at that jump, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's like when you go home. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, uh, close call? Yeah, uh, mine was Mario Kart 64. Uh, 
also very close was Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, um, yeah. Both just, like, also my personal world-changing games. Yeah. Like, for me, you know, these were incredible. I revisited that game about ten years ago, and it's really, like... It doesn't, of course, look as good as you thought it did yeah. in the 90s. It's really gritty looking, but really detailed. Yeah. Every little thing, like the screens. and Yeah. It was like the first shooter like that where you could like really interact with yes. a lot of the stuff. In the go into, like you could open doors to areas that weren't anything. Yeah. Like just go into spaces because you could. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever play the 2D Duke Nukem games? Yes, yeah. I have. Duke Nukem pretty cool. 2 is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, that doesn't apply to 1996, though. My close call is Super Mario RPG for the oh, Super Nintendo. Nice. That game was just yeah. so much. It was my first RPG, which kind of yeah. started all of my uh, downfall of my teen years. <laughs> but uh, it was such a wonderful game and had amazing music. And it's mm. also yeah. made by Squaresoft, which is the Final Fantasy people. So it looks great. Yeah, love how it, it was looks. really, really good. It was really ambitious for a Super Nintendo yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Great. yeah, cool. Uh, I went Super Mario 64. Yeah. Uh, really just, yeah, like you guys said, kind of a mind-blowing, I didn't think video games could look like this type of game yeah. and be this interactive. Um, but I didn't know Duke Nukem came out, and that yeah. would be a very close call, too. Uh, I really loved playing that game. A uh, couple other close calls I had. Of course, Mario Kart 64. Can't leave that off the list. Mm. Also, Diablo on PC came mm. out. I spent probably a billion hours playing that at like LAN parties. Oh. Um, I don't know if you guys ever had a LAN party I in never the 90s. Did. But, I was aware of uh, that. Yeah. What's a LAN party? Uh, for those who don't know. <laughs> local area network party. So you oh. have like a whole bunch of computers in one room. Everyone brings their computer oh, and you connect gotcha. to the network and then play together in one room. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I also had Shadows of the Empire on hmm. Nintendo 64, one of my favorite Star Wars games. Oh, I remember that coming out, but I yeah. just never like really got into it. No, I liked huh. it. Um, yeah, uh, Ferguson's. Uh, my Ferguson is Pilot Wing 64. Yay, mine too. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't even really play this that much. I just remember it coming out alongside Mario 64. The yeah. only other game, and it was just like <laughs> such a disappointment yeah. in comparison. It's like, why? Did they come even... out the same day? Yeah. They it was did. the only other launch game. Okay. Yeah. It's like, what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, it was kind of cool for like three seconds. You'd like fly around, fr uh, fly around this little island yeah. and see 3D stuff, but like. Mario 64 gave you that, and it was fun. So, yes. Yeah. It felt like more like it should have been a demo or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't have any... I don't have no memories of Pilot Wings, which is really weird. Did you own it? Um, I did not own it. Okay, no. all right. Um, I didn't have a Ferguson. I just... Uh, video games is not could my we, expertise. Uh, and could we sway you towards Pilot Wing 64? <laughs> I have pictures up right now, and it looks... Pretty terrible. Uh, just the cover alone of this guy is just really bad. Like, how could how could you make a masterpiece like like Mario's done and Mario Kart's coming? And there's no yeah. way they didn't know Mario Kart was just they nailed it. Pilot wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where you sneak, almost it, like... you sneak it out a couple years later. <laughs> it was almost just felt like they had nothing and just had to put something else out they were like let's make a sequel to one of the most forgettable <laughs> super nintendo games yeah i wonder like how many kids instead of mario 64 
got. Like, oh, they're 64, and the parents like, Pilot Wings looks good. There I'll had to be some out there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get, the worst. I didn't get Pilot Wings, but I got Wave Race. So, uh, like, uh, yeah, which, me too. Which I actually liked that yeah, game I quite like a Wave bit. Race. But, yeah. like, I, I was 100% sure I was getting Mario 64, and I opened my Nintendo 64 uh, first, and I'm like, yeah, Nintendo 64, <laughs> or whatever. And then, like, I see a game shape box. I'm like, I think I know what this is. And my dad's like, uh, you may want to be careful there. <laughs> and then I open it. He's like, I'm sorry. They were sold out. Oh, <laughs> oh man. He's like, but I, I'll, I'll get it for you. I was like, okay, cool. To make up for it, I got you the VHS of multiple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, any other uh, stinkers out there you want to mention? Uh, I just want to mention some systems that were discontinued oh. this year. Virtual Boy, Jaguar, 3DO, Sega CD, mm. 32X, and CDI all stopped being produced. Cyanor Virtual Boy. Uh, <laughs> it was sad, like sad to see 3DO go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I let my I let my friend in high school borrow my Virtual Boy once. He's like, I just really want to check this thing out. Could I just borrow it? I'm like, Yeah. I mean, you're a good friend. Big mistake. Um, and like a week later, he's like, Yeah, my my dad sold it. I was what? like, what are wow. you talking about? <laughs> like, it was just gone. This so. is little kid, like, parent gets involved type thing. Like, yeah. uh, my son let you borrow the virtual yeah. boy, you sold yeah. it? Right. <laughs> I don't remember what the Whoa. outcome. I got my dad involved, and I am not friends with that kid. Yeah. <laughs> he was murdered. He's so, never seen So please don't invite him on the podcast ever again. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that boy's name yeah. was Brett. <laughs> um... Uh, 3D, you... 3DO, yeah. just quick thought. Did you also perceive the 3DO as like the rich kids, con- the rich kid council? Well, it was expensive as hell. Like when it came okay, out. so I have a right to so think that, that like sense. my parent, like even at the notion of like, can we get a 3DO of like <laughs> you idiot? Yeah, yeah. Although I'm kind of confused why you'd ever ask for a 3DO. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did have a friend that had one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I guess I can't say I liked. There was a theme park one that I thought was okay. Yes, it was like, uh, whatever that game is for the computer. Like yeah. Build your own theme park. Tycoon. Like why? Yeah. yeah. But it was like, why do I need it for this? Yeah. When I I have so. it? Yeah. And there were a bunch of games that were like those motion capture games. Oh yeah. Mm. Like real. <laughs> yes. They look like yeah. real life kind of. Yeah. God, that was terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. Uh, did you have any? Like situations when you were a kid of somebody borrowing something and like either not returning it or breaking it or I'm sure. Oh, okay. Um. Oh. Uh, I just thought maybe you had. Uh, Brett notoriously like would borrow my CDs and never <laughs> get them back. Uh, Brett, our friend, like not that. the uh, artist, but um. Uh, the one in particular that he borrowed was my uh, Kids Bop oh. <laughs> CD, and it became almost like a purposeful joke of like, "No, you're not getting this back from me," um, which Brett does from time to yeah, time. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I feel like most of the stuff I lost was to Brett. That's you? funny. Did you lose? Uh, I just the first thing that comes to mind is I had like this Terminator hand. I don't know if you remember this. Uh-huh. Oh, it was I do. Like a weird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it had, like, a thing that goes over the top of your arm. Yeah. So you, like, put it in. And my friend that I was hanging out at his house, he's like, oh, can I... I had it over there for some reason. He's like, I just... Can I just borrow that for a few days? So I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I go to get it, and it's just, like, the whole top of it's, like, br- completely broken off. Was it me? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this, is, this no, could very no. possibly be me. No. Okay. I was just like, I was just taken aback. Like, yeah. what do I even do? Yeah, here? like, what, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that Virtual Boy scenario or incident is probably why I'm not trustworthy of people borrowing my stuff. Yeah. Even, like, today, like, my brother will ask me to borrow something, and I'll be like, you know... Your birthday's coming up. I'll just buy it for you. Like, I'd rather rather pay thirty bucks for you to have this than like risk not getting it back. I'd say that I pay... thing being multiplicity. Yes, that's exactly right. I'd say I pay for it nine times out of ten. Yeah, of letting somebody borrow something. Every once in a while, I'll get it back yeah, in perfect shape. Yeah. But it's like, well, at a bare minimum, you you forget who you lent it. To. Yes, that's a problem. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, so anything more video games? No. Okay, uh, where do you want to go, Kevin? Uh, music videos. Cool. Um, man, I think this was tough because there were so few standout music videos for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, also, I accidentally picked the Smashing Pumpkins last for 95. Me too. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to not count it for this. It, it, it's tough because the song comes out, but yeah. then like, the video doesn't come out till right. next year, so it yeah. gets really kind of... This is the most complicated... Yeah. Uh, I finally landed on Foo Fighters Big Me. When I talk about it, carries on. Uh, it was just like the only, practically the only video I remembered from '96. Uh, okay. It was like a fake. Mentos commercial. Yeah. Just when it came out, somehow that seemed really funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like music videos have been kind of super serious. Yeah. And so just to parody something yeah. with a song that was legitimately pretty good. Yeah. 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 It was fun. Um, my number one video was What I Got by Sublime. It was after Brad died, and it was just kind of yeah. like a you know in tribute to him. So I had a lot of compilations of him and you know his friends and yeah. his, his dog and everything. So yeah. I thought it was a really cool video. And yeah, not a bad song. Yeah, cool. Uh, I yeah, I didn't catch that one. I guess. Uh, well, maybe it was like '97 or something. You know, oh, song uh, released in '96, video '97. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I went with uh, "Virtual Insanity" by Jamiroquai. was a, a video that endlessly like fascinated me just the moving floor and the yeah. moving walls and things furniture moving all over the place it was really captivating yeah. like one shot just cool yeah uh that's my close call okay uh and it is like really memorable i mean somehow i feel like without that video i maybe still know the song but somehow that video is just like burned into my brain yeah. It, um, even did you watch it recently? I yeah, I watched it's it. It's still kind of like cool it how is. they managed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
His wardrobe doesn't hold up, but no. you know that was <laughs> the hat. You know, uh, he still makes music. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's English. Uh, he makes he makes music, but uh, the song is really on its own, pretty good. Yeah, huh? I mean it, it's like a it's good in like a like really ultra popular song way. Yes, yeah, yeah. a chumba wumba tub thumping type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ha- not having cable growing up, uh, my exposure to music videos was limited unless I wanted to download at one and a half kilobytes per second, which would take about a week. Um, sure. Anyway, my close call was Peaches by the Presidents of the United oh, States yeah. of America. I considered that one too. Yeah, mm. I thought that was a fun video. Yeah. I mean, the, the song is so goofy to begin with and it's equally goofy music video. Yeah. Yeah. There's something very like, a, it's mostly just a live performance, right? Yeah. But um, there's like a uh, an attack at the end yeah. where they start beating up some ninjas <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that was yeah. That's a cool one. Uh, I went. I heavily considered Foo Fighters' "Big Me." Um, I'm gonna go with "Love Fool" by the Cardigans, uh, which was from the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. But uh, I love the song. First off, well, you, I'll, I'll accept no hatred towards the song. You're not gonna get any from me when we move on to <laughs> songs. <laughs> um, love the song. I think it's like a classic. Even now, if you came on, you're like, heck yes. But uh, I love the video. They're like in this boat, kind of like in the submarine, and it's like moving through this like really fake set of water um, with the whole band. I don't know. It was just—it's a very '90s video, but something I really remember. Kind of visually stuck with me. Interesting. I don't remember it. Mm. Okay. Do you remember it? <laughs> Apparently, Kevin does. He has a no, deep scorn I, for it. I just thought your your tone was funny. Okay. Now do your Ray Romano impression. No way. <laughs> da, Romano. Oh no, that's no, that's Brad Garrett. Da. Yeah. Uh, Ferguson. Uh, I don't have Ferguson. Hmm. I just, couldn't, I mean, there's a lot of bad videos. Yeah, there's I don't know. a ton. I mean, I chose the Macarena. Yeah. Oh, just it's the Macarena. I mean, 1996. Just go ahead and say the year of the Macarena. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? Sure. Even Al Gore did it at the Democratic <laughs> Convention. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, uh, I went with Jewel, uh, Who Will Save Your Soul, mm. which is a black and white video in a bathroom. Okay. Uh, and it's just various shots of Jewel in a bathroom. And uh, yeah, don't like it. I feel like that kind of sums up so many videos that, not yeah. exactly, but yeah. like, you know... Just not a lot happening. It's like weird motion shots of somebody singing. Yes. Yeah. Extreme weird angles on like Jules' face. And then like the black, the background is blurred and then it comes into focus and there's like some guy washing his hands at the sink or something. You're like, oh, this is yeah. stupid. Uh, so it probably could have been one of a million videos, but that one kind of okay. encapsulates yeah, the sure. Uh, just a little note here. Um, do you know what the top video was according to MTV's 1996 countdown? Oh, well, my gut almost said Macarena, but I'm going to go no. Wannabe by Spice Girls. Nope. Oh, no I, idea. I know it's not either of those, but I'm not sure. It is Alanis Morissette. Mm. Ironic. Huh. Okay. It's certainly ironic. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. Uh, what next? Well, how about songs? <laughs> Sure. Alright. <laughs> um, yeah, I went with uh Sucked Out by Super Drag. Look around, could it bring somebody down if I never made 
especially at the time of my life, like it felt like just nailed it. Yeah. For me. Oh, those those chords are just so classic and beautiful. And then that chorus, the screeching uh sucked out. Yeah. Maybe here here. The feeling. Who sucked out the feeling? Yeah, really? Yeah. No, I really like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's just hard to tie up. <laughs> you know, I, I like how like you can feel, or how, how his voice sounds when he's uh, yeah. saying the word feeling. Like I yeah. feel like the raspiness or the... Yeah, it felt like they were getting away with something. Yeah. Uh, even still, when you listen to it, you're like, well, it's like pretty you hear, a bold choice. You hear yeah. his like, voice cracking real yeah. hard. And, yeah. It's really cool. Love that song. Um, I'm going to go with The Good Life by Weezer. one of those songs is just like instantly catchy from like the second it's on catchy in a really sloppy way yeah like um that drum solo after the first chorus that's just like really out of time oh yeah it's just one of my favorite moments um and uh i don't think we were in a band together when we tried to cover that do we ever try to cover that uh i can't remember we did a billion weezer songs yeah i may have been the, there. For sure, the first show I ever played on guitar, we attempted to cover it, oh. which was a terrible idea because I'd only learned that dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I didn't actually learn the like E to A to D to G. Uh, and so, or I think it's the other way around. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I didn't actually properly learn it. So I thought I could just be masked by the drums. Oh, so nice. I sang it and was playing just like notes I didn't know what they were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, truly terrible decision. Nice. But, uh, yeah, a really catchy song. Uh, I went with a band that had a very good year in 1996, uh, at least like for, I guess, indie rock music, uh, Fountains of Wayne. I went with mm. Sink to the Bottom. Uh-huh. I want to sink to the bottom with you. I want to sink to the bottom with you. Just wanna sink to the bottom with you. Cars on the highway, planes in the air. Everyone else is going somewhere, but I'm going nowhere. Get in there soon. I might as well. This this is a song I've brought up on this podcast many times. As far as the origin story of hearing it on the MTV. Uh, movie awards i believe going to commercial and then spending about three years looking for it uh. and then uh it's kind of my summer baby uh, uh pete and pete um me just searching for the song and then once i found it being it's kind of to me in the same vein as uh sucked out which is like this ultra catchy hook um both have killer solos um just a really yeah. fun rocking song yeah and uh, of course they're riding high on that thing you do 
Uh, so, a Fountains of Wayne were the band hired to do that. And, uh, yeah, very good year for them. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Um... Well, my close call is Novocaine for the Soul. Eels. Ah, yeah. Another very 90s one. Yeah. Uh, but I've always really liked it. Yeah, it's really catchy. Yeah. And they're still, uh, I think they're still yeah. a band. Yeah. Cool. Have you ever seen them live? Uh, I don't think so. I sure haven't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going the other way. I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, I guess my definitive close call would be Love Fool by the Cardigans. Good. Okay. Few. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were headed down Ferguson Lane. No, absolutely not. Um, the Cardigans are actually, to date, one of my favorite bands. Oh, probably cool. In my top five. Yeah. So Love Fool, while an excellent song, yeah. is probably nowhere near. It's definitely nowhere near one of their best. Like they, uh, they go in such a cool direction as they they've released songs throughout the years. Yeah. Um, then I also have that thing you do on there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good. I'm relieved about uh, the Cardigans. Yeah. Also, just a great band name, the Cardigans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'll let you think on it. Um, my close call is "Sucked Out" by Super Drag. Um, regretfully, yours is just a beautiful album, from yeah. start to finish. I guess "beautiful" is the wrong word. It's just such a rocking, yeah. catchy album. And that song. That was about the time I was learning, really trying to learn guitar, and. Um, that song felt like it encapsulated like wow it would be cool to know how to play like guitar like this or, yeah. um, so really cool uh other songs i had close were uh the good life by by weezer um the whole album which i'll talk more about really special uh even though big hit i love one headlight by the wallflowers mm-hmm. um salvation by the cranberries is a really cool like two minute rocker uh, Treehouse by Not a Surf. They released their mm. first album that year. Um, Swallowed by Bush. I kind of like laughed at the notion when I was making this list. I'm like, eh, I don't want Bush on here. But I listened to that song, and like, same thing is kind of sucked out or sink to the bottom. It's just got this like undeniable chorus. It's really cool. And then of course, Love Fool. Uh, I can't believe you doubt Love Fool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I know what it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you should hear current cardigans. Like their 2013 album is really good. Uh, Ferguson's? Yeah. Uh, I went with How Bizarre. I ah. see. <laughs> <laughs> Behind, loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. 
bridge words of comfort. Seen it just hides her eyes. Policeman taps the shades and sell a Chevy 69. How bizarre. I kind of love it. I mean, in a sense. Yes. But, uh, boy, just... You can't get that out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a special, weird kind of song. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to double down on the Macarena. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> got, got worst in... Uh, music video and song okay mm-hmm. all right uh i had also had how bizarre but i felt really weird about it uh, like i kind of loved it i think yeah, but it's like a perfect ferguson i feel like yeah you know, it's, it's not annoying good, yes but it's there's something that keeps you coming back i think the scene in undeclared where like the dorm mate like, yes where they're turning the entire episode I about that. <laughs> yeah yeah and she's telling her to turn it down yeah uh, I had no uh, diggity by Black Street is also kind of a song that annoyed me at the uh, time. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I'm sure there's plenty of fans. Um, Number one Billboard single this year. We've talked about it. Macarena. Yeah. Gotta okay. be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I noted a few other big hits that year. Uh, Spice Girls Wannabe. Mm. Uh, Celine Dion Because You Loved Me. Yeah. Uh, local local guys, Bone Thugs and Harmony, The Crossroads, which is a really a song mm. I like a whole lot. Very melodic, very nice. Uh, and then Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart, which uh, <laughs> could really compete maybe for a close call as far as just like how frequently I heard it. And, yeah, yeah. And you can't forget it. It's one of those that like. Oh yeah, just it's impossible. You hear well, just hearing the titles like yeah. the chorus starts yes. soaring in your head. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing we're going to album. Well, I don't know. We did music video and songs, so the next logical place would be books. Right? <laughs> no, album, of course. Okay. Um, man, I've given They Might Be Giants a lot of attention, but Factory Showroom Boy. is their, uh, <laughs> like, I mean... Going all it in. It might be the kind of definitive hmm. album, like non-greatest hits album. I can hear you by They Might Be Giants, made at the Edison Laboratory. I can hear you, just barely hear you. I can just barely hear you. It's, it's, I think, like the tightest their songwriting ever was. Like, every song really feels like it has a strong purpose yes yeah and there's so much like weird stuff on there but that's also really good at the same time it's just like to hit that perfect balance is difficult interesting that you didn't have a song then so do you have like a a song that you most like um uh, oh it's just a really solid one from beginning to end but uh I looked up the rating for it, mm. and all music's got like two and a half stars for this. Like, oh. do they just maybe like maybe they might be giants just don't score that well? Or maybe I didn't check their other albums. Yeah. I was just like, what in the world? Probably the same this? problem. Multiplicity had <laughs> twenty million. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's probably my favorite. They might be giants album. It's just hard. I like Con- flood a lot. But... I'm not sure anyone has the consistency. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's tight. Exquisite dead guy. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not even sure what to think about that. Uh, just to name another weird one, um, 
I can hear you. Oh, I can hear Just you. Just so strange. I, but I can like, hear you guys too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's supposed to be in Thomas Edison's lab, right? Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, I, I mean, catchy. As far as catchy goes, um, New York City's great. Oh, love it. Uh, I think Spiraling Shape is oh, on this one, okay. which is just yeah, solid. Till my head falls off is really cool. One. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Kevin. Well, um, Chris has previously uh, astutely identified me as a Mark Kozlik fan, so my favorite album is Songs for a Blue Guitar by the Red House Painters. That's it. That's the end of it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, what's it sound like? I mean, it's is like it, uh... it's kind of like depressing um, acoustic sounding okay. music. Uh, they use a lot of lap steel, which gives it a real nostalgic, reminiscent mm-hmm. sound. Okay. Um, oh, it's very good. Cool. Well, check it out. Yeah. I'll have to for this podcast. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I went with uh, Weezer Pinkerton. Universally, and has kind of single-handedly been credited as like the thing that birthed a whole genre of music, which is kind of this raw. I, I think people throw around the term emo. I don't think that's quite what Pinkerton is, but it's just like a boombastic album. Like production-wise, the drums just sound like I love production, and the drums on this album sound so freaking big, and the guitars are really like doing so many things, and like. It's just—it's kind of a hard album. Like, they really mastered that, like, out of time, out of tune, yes. but like, still amazing. Everything yeah. in sync, still. Right. Um. Yeah. It. It, it just is a, a wonderful album. Pink Triangle. Uh, Good Life. We mentioned El Scorcho. Across the Sea. Tired of Sex. Just. Just great from start to finish, and um. Again, kind of a formative album at the time of me, like. If you liked Blue Album, which I was obsessed with the Blue Album, thinking this is kind of like, oh, this is kind of the music I want to go towards. And then the same band releasing Pinkerton two years later, going like, oh, like, rock can kind of sound like this too, which is messy. Which is not to say they were the first doing it, it's just the first to raise You're awareness. Like, now I don't have to try so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, because I have trouble forming chords. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just a really important album to me. So, uh, yeah, Pinkerton. Nice. Um, well, I have a bunch of close calls, but I think my official close call is Cake Fashion Nugget. Oh, cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I was Great hoping you would get some love. Yeah. yeah. 
um, very consistent. They have a few that I feel like are pretty consistent throughout yeah. the whole album, but that one really is. Um, the Distance being the uh, big popular song off of it. Just hearing that song start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never There was also extremely popular. Oh, well. was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that phone tone? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, some other ones. Uh, Odelay, yeah. Beck, yep. of course. Uh, not a surf, high low. High low, great. Uh, super drag, we mentioned yep. regretfully yours. And uh, Brian Jones Hung Massacre, their Satanic Majesty's second request. Yeah. Love that album. Maybe my favorite of theirs. Yeah. Cool. I also have to go with, well, I mean, it's kind of a toss up between Pinkerton and Fashion Nugget, but Cake is, like, again, one of my favorite bands. Um, love all their stuff so fashion nice. nugget was really good and then you know pinkerton was great and then of course uh self-titled sublime album mm-hmm. was excellent as well oh. uh i went with super drag regretfully uh, yours an album that nobody listening probably likes uh but uh it's very um it's rocking yeah if you like weezer uh i think it has some commonality as far as like the big guitars and like just solely hinges on hooks like really great melodies um so super drag regretfully yours is mine i also noted factory showroom fashion nugget odelay high low by not a surf uh bringing down the horse was maybe my toughest one that's wallflowers and it's uh just um i know one headlight became kind of like a, almost like a joke song but it's a very very the songwriting on that album is really strong um, as Good as Dead by Local H, I mean, Bound to the Floor was just one of those songs that, I think it was one of the first songs we ever tried learning as a band. Hmm. Remember that? In my garage? Bound yeah, to the floor. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. And then, um, actually, in the second song we tried to learn is uh, on my Ferguson album, but uh, uh, Fiona Apple title, um, kind of very cool. I felt like maybe beyond where I was at that point in my life, but going back and listening to a really cool album. So a lot of like interesting, a lot of interesting albums that year. Yeah, um, I, I know a couple big hit albums: uh, "Rage Against the Machine," "Evil mm. Empire," really, really, uh, really awesome. Uh, F- Fuji's "The Score," uh, Nas. It was written. Any Nas does. fans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bush B- "Razor Blade Suitcase," Tupac "All Eyes on Me," and Metallica "Load," which I'm not mm. quite familiar with, but. Sure, someone out there likes it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do not have a Ferguson for this. Oh, okay. I've never heard this album, but I, I think perfect. Yoko Ono belongs on every Ferguson list out there. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. uh, Rising by Yoko Ono. Okay. Jeez. Bold. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like people liking disliking Yoko. You know, she's just trying stuff. Ugh. Wasn't good. <laughs> okay. Uh, I went with uh, the Verve Pipe Villains. Hmm. So I wanted to kind of keep in the wheelhouse of something I would have really listened to. Uh, the big song on that album, of course, was The Freshman. Yeah. Um, so I bought it for that song, and we tried to learn that song as a band. But uh, really, there is just... It's one of those examples of like a song that is very good with an album that's like nowhere near yeah. as interesting or... Yeah. Always a bummer when you're a kid and you're like, shoot, I bought this whole yeah. thing. And... Yeah, like spin doctors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
Um, any other notes on um, albums? You guys want to guess what the longest album at the number one spot was this year? For like the most number of weeks. No, I don't. Spice Girls? Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. <laughs> Whitney Houston. Oh, Jeez. These yeah. soundtracks, man. Yeah. They rule every year. I should note that, yeah, Spice Girls released um, Spice World, mm. I believe it's called. Uh, I'm sure someone would want that noted. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't mind Spice Girls. Yeah. I mean. They kind of had this niche of like everybody was aware of that they were this like kind of produced thing, and they seemed to embrace that. Yeah. Um, it probably didn't hurt that we were young males. Um, That's true. You know, I don't know. <laughs> when I was a kid, I went to see um, the movie Spice World solely because they said that there was nudity in it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> was there nudity? <laughs> and so I got through the whole movie. I'm like, all right, this movie sucks, and there hasn't been any nudity. And then they show, like, a whole bunch of guys' butts at the end. I was like, uh, come on. <laughs> Do you feel like that was the whole ploy? Like, I, like, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. We, we know why you came. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Spice World. I did, I did. I also saw that in the theater. Uh, I'm not proud to say. Wow, theater. <laughs> Same reason. I yeah, went and saw, I went I saw everything. I'm no. a, I'm <laughs> a, uh, yeah, yeah. I went for the mailbox, okay? Uh, okay, where are we going? Um, I guess books. Cool. Which I don't have much to say here. Hmm. Well, my number one book for the year that I didn't read until a couple years ago is A Game of Thrones. I saw that. Uh, boy, hard to beat the depth and breadth of that story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trust you. I definitely it's, have not read it. It's very good. Like, his writing is kind of addictive in some weird way. Like, his books are so long that going into them, I thought, I'll never be able to get through all these. But, like, it just, something about the way he writes, like... Just keeps you coming back for more. I don't really have a top pick because I didn't read any of the books and I didn't think mm. it'd be fair to pick a book that was based on, or that a movie or TV show was based on, even though I liked the movie yeah. or TV show. But I did, I did mention that um, we're just one year too early for Harry Potter and the <laughs> Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Shout out 1997. Yeah. <laughs> I went with uh, Shel Silverstein's Fall Up. Hmm. Um, I considered that. Yeah, I love Shel Silverstein. Love loved his writing as a kid. Like, really hit that wheelhouse for me of something I wanted to read. Um, he probably shouldn't have put his picture on the back of all of his books, though. Did like, it scare you? Yeah, it scared me too, kind of. Uh, just like the bald head with the big beard, right. and like always looked real serious. Yeah, um, especially because Shel Silverstein, I assumed it was a girl. Oh, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. No, but I was just I was just looking through Fall Up a couple weeks ago, and um, man, he's just clever, and his illustrations are really great. Um, so, yeah. Fall Up is the front of it like a tree? No, it's a kid falling. Oh. Um, I think oh, you're thinking oh, of the Giving Tree, oh. okay. <laughs> which is a you know all time classic. Yeah. Um, I think Fall Up might have been his last official work huh. or last poetry book, maybe. I don't think I know it. Yeah, that's good. Um, my close call is Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman. Um, really good fantasy novel. Uh, he's really good in general if you've never checked out his stuff. I have Um, but that one is, uh, great. It's like his, I think it's his first, like, by himself novel that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, just really fast paced and fun and just a really good one. Cool. 
I got nothing. Oh, Harry Potter comes out. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I have two close calls here. Um, Gods and Generals, which is a Civil War book uh, by Jeff Shera, which I definitely didn't read in ninety. <laughs> you didn't like it? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I definitely haven't read till more recently, but really cool. And then uh, a close call for something I read '96: Ghost Camp Goosebumps. Mm, of course, thanks. Yeah. Well, I Get your it, Ghost Goosebumps books. I guess they probably yeah. read some of those Goosebumps books. Yeah. Any Ferguson's? Uh, I do have one. Mm. Um, not something that I've read, but it's my Ferguson because it's like a book that I f- always feel like I should read and just can't bring myself to. So you're actually uh, the Ferguson because you haven't read this book. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Infinite Jest. Oh. David oh, Foster right. Wallace. Sure. Uh, just one of those ones that I feel like, man, I really, it's time that I read this, but every time I think about it, I'm just like, I, I don't want to get into this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much everybody, I like, respect their opinion on taste and culture, you know, deem it as an important work. I just don't know when I'm going to make the time yeah. to even start it, so... So long and dense. It's like, how do I make myself want to do this? Yeah. All right. Well, I think, is that only leave interesting event? Yeah. Cool. Sure does. Uh, My top event was the N64 being released. There's also mine. That's also mine. (laughs) (laughs) Decided to just go with something that felt good that year. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of my approach. And, well, not uh, when we get to the first scene, but As a kid that year, it's really hard to top that happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. My world was that kind of, even though it didn't come out till the end of the year. Right. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Yeah, it was really exciting. Like, yeah. I spent so much time reading Nintendo Power magazines, like just the same article over and over. <laughs> like, well, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I remember getting a um, VHS in the mail, like a promo. Oh my Do you remember this? I love those I, promos. I, I remember got, these I got tapes. I don't yeah. know if I... There was one this. specifically for a Nintendo 64, and I remember sitting remember sitting and watching it a bunch because I'd watch it a lot and being like, this is the future. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's here. And they'd show, like, how they were making the games. and You guys should look up the nintendo promo for the Star Fox 64 one they did uh-huh. it's like uh a guy from sega and sony kidnapped the guy from nintendo <laughs> and they're like trying to get him to tell him uh, tell them about Star Fox 64 and they threaten him by putting a mario doll in a vice <laughs> he's like no not the plumber <laughs> no, not it's, the pl- it's really good yeah it's like a lot of work for no regular person seeing it you know it's like who are you trying to sell this to yeah i mean I that's know. a good question but it was a really great video yeah it sounds funny cool and i think they also showed a little sneak peek of uh ken griffey jr baseball on nintendo 64 <laughs> mm, at the which, end so which i know you guys don't like as much but i like that one no i love that one. Oh, good yep. okay yeah we should play then yeah nobody else wants to play it <laughs> no, <I love> that. <laughs> cool. uh close call homestar runner was created in 1996 yeah you guys familiar with this it's a website and like yeah. uh video series um that this guy did i didn't even write down his name stupidly but uh it was just it's like a comedy thing but yeah. a really funny My like own. flash cartoon huh. my wife's obsessed oh with, cool with homestar runner she has a trogdor hoodie ah nice <laughs> love it um i didn't actually have a close call but i'll just piggyback on nice. that one since someone i know was appreciative <laughs> yeah. of it nice. okay 
I went with something that could be deemed as both like innovative and terrible, but uh, important, which uh, that year was the year they cloned Dolly, the sheep. Uh, and cloning op- is just great time to watch Multiplicity. That's what I was referring to earlier. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, they're really Jeez. capitalizing. <laughs> People are talking about cloning. Clones. <laughs> it does seem kind of crazy that they were that close to it, yeah. Uh, yeah. to it actually happening. But I remember being in school and hearing about it and being like, this is again, like kind of the future and, you know, definitely we're going to start cloning people. And, um, so I'm not sure how I actually feel about, you know, the idea of cloning and the ability to do it, but, uh, certainly a like memorable event from that year. Um, I also have the fact that Bill Clinton's reelected, uh, 1996. And then the big hit toy of course was, Oh yeah. I, I read it. So, yeah. Uh, tickle me Elmo. Tickle me Elmo. Yeah. yeah. We were slightly out of that age range where I doubt we were asking for one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, Ferguson? Uh, yeah, I went with the O.J. Simpson trial. Mm. Um, not only did it dominate the news, which was annoying, but uh, it seems like a... Kind of like the first time where just right out in front of everyone, like a failing of our justice system mm-hmm. and it was just kind of i don't know it's almost like you could feel it as you walked around like yeah. wow this is how things are huh? <laughs> well i would say like right. the justice system probably had been failing but... but i mean this on this scale of like so many people watching it right like making a display of it but i wonder how much that plays into the justice system failing which was like this mass amount of yeah. attention yeah can a can a actual can you even have a trial that's fair with that amount of attention? Yeah, that's a good question. It's, uh, yeah, fascinating. Um, I went with Tupac getting shot on September seventh. Um, I think it was really my first like memory or experience with like a celebrity, hmm. like dying in my lifetime. And, yeah, like I'm sure it's happened on other occasions, but um, yeah, he yeah. was the first in history. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it was I mentioned kind of... my lifetime. I mean, I know, oh. I know what's happening with other people. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, what, you know, not of like old age, or right, Something right, right, of that right. sort. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of like a rattling type of thing. Yeah, but, uh, I, and I guess at the time I didn't realize how young he was. Right. He felt like old to me. Like, oh well, that's too bad. But <laughs> yeah. now you're like, oh geez, he was like 26 yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Uh, I went with the creation, foundation, and launch of Fox News. Uh, uh, hmm. Or state TV. Uh, you did watch Fox News. <laughs> Not willingly. <laughs> um, no, it, it truly I think something that's been like very detrimental to our country, uh, responsible for a lot of misinformation and uh, harm. Um, uh, somewhat a set of standard of like, the worst of i think news television not just fox news anymore but like these talking heads just yelling at each other i think it's bad for discourse uh and so uh you know i don't typically let my political color show but i truly feel like that is something a lot of bad has come from it yeah i mean i won't argue with it you you can keep it close you can keep it close um just it's a good pick good pick Agreed. 
No, no, no. I see. <laughs> I see you in your uh, dull shirt. Can we just can we just finish this up so I can go home and watch Fox News? <laughs> Bob, <laughs> Bob Dole fanatic here. Uh, a little bit about uh, sports recaps. Hey, no cheating here. Uh, a little about <laughs> uh, World Series champions that year. Yankees. Yeah. I <laughs> wonder how you knew. No, yeah, of course, always the Yankees. Uh, Yankees over the Braves, four to two. NBA champions. I don't know. Uh, the bull- read quick enough. Yeah, the Bulls over the uh, Chicago Bulls over the Seattle SuperSonics, oh, yeah. uh, four to two. Uh, Super Bowl champions? Uh, no idea. I don't know. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys yeah. over the Pittsburgh Steelers, 27-17. to 17. Uh, And then the Stanley Cup? <laughs> you could say you don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, we our, our minor league team used to be an affiliate. Oh, the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, the Avalanche. Very good, Kevin. Yeah. The Avalanche sweep the Florida Panthers. So that's a little bit about sports. Uh, any other lingering, lingering 1996 stuff you saw pop up at all? Oh, oh of course, Um, the the Olympics are held in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. Uh, the Summer huh. Olympics. And, of course, there was the big bomb scare that year. Yeah, I don't know oh, if you yeah. remember that. Everybody thought it was the security guard who found the bomb. Yeah. Pretty much, like, ruined his life, but it didn't end up being him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And that'll, that'll teach him to save everybody's <laughs> lives. There was an Olympic video game that came out that year too that I remember was really hard. Hmm. I think maybe for Super Nintendo. Um, but Mario and Sonic Olympics comes out this year. Okay. Uh, it's kind of unclear if it happened at like the tail end of '95 or the beginning of '96, but Betty was officially added to the Flintstones Vitamins characters. Oh. <laughs> replacing the car. Wow. <laughs> replacing the car. I definitely didn't see that. Interesting. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, cool. Well, a couple people, you know, not long emails in here, just quick thoughts about 96 that uh, we got on uh, Instagram we'll share here. Uh, Brett Wilson, our buddy, nice. uh, the artist, uh, he says the premiere of Hey Arnold and Kablam are kind of what steer- uh, stand yeah. out to him. For sure. Um, Joe... Bayman uh, says skateboarding is uh, kind of what he remembers. Definitely a height of skateboarding. Yeah. yeah, definitely knew a lot of people that skateboarded. Yeah, for sure. Uh, pop punk explosion like MXPX, uh, no effects, screeching weasels. Yeah. Yeah. That was your wheelhouse. Sure was. Of those three, which one? Say them again. Uh, MXPX, no effects, screeching weasel. Um, back then I would have been most into screeching weasel. Cool. Uh, our old friend of the podcast, Candace, oh. chimed in. Uh, she says she votes for Oprah's book club starting that year. <laughs> there wow. we go. Good perspective. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she says she also loved Matilda, Romeo and oh. Juliet, the Leo version, mm-hmm. uh, The Daily Show. Uh, and she said she also wanted to get a Tamagotchi pet. Uh, they mm. seem so cool. They did seem cool. Yeah. Uh, I think I had one. I, th- I want to say I remember you having one. Okay. Okay. And briefly, you know, playing with it. Yeah, thought, eh. probably very briefly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Julie said getting the Grant Hill Filas for Christmas. Hmm. Uh, best Christmas ever. Grant wow. Hill. Uh, Detroit Pistons legend, I believe. Uh, ben said, hey, Arnold. Um, nice. Uh, Quincy, 
who's been a really kind of frequent messenger and seems like a really cool guy. He said Biggie, Ready to Die, uh. the album. Another uh, classic there. Justin, our old, pe- uh, old pal, said getting my Nintendo 64 for Christmas mm. and uh, have a crazy reaction video of it on VHS. Oh, oh nice. is, he, is he the N64 kid on YouTube? <laughs> we were all the N64 kid on That's YouTube. That's very true. Uh, Antho, our buddy, said MTV's TV lineup. Hey Arnold, uh, Alex Mack, um, Kablam, Rugrats, Shelby Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vincenzo says the movies Independence Day, mm. Twister, Hunchback of Notre, uh, Notre Dame, Ooh. <laughs> uh, Nutty, <laughs> no, Nutty <laughs> Professor, The Rock, Muppet Treasure Island. Oh my gosh, this is my all my terrible ones. Uh, the, the, the Craft. Uh, we didn't mention oh, The yeah. Craft. Yeah, that's kind of a cool movie. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Matilda, House Arrest, Ghost in Darkness, Multiplicity, <laughs> English Patient, Jingle All the Way, Space yeah. Jam, The Crucible. Wow, uh, <laughs> but no multiplicity. Uh, Mars Attacks, Beavis and Butthead to America, Scream, nice. First Wives Club, A Time to oh. Kill. Uh, he says, okay, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> no multiplicity. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> First Wives Club beat out multiplicity. <laughs> yeah. um, so a couple people's thoughts there. Um, I don't think it's the strongest year of ni- uh, the 90s. No. Um, but not... I'm going to venture to say maybe not the worst. I still think like maybe 90, 91. Yeah, those were the toughest. Were maybe the, the toughest. least amount of stuff coming out, I felt yeah. like. I have a good feeling about 97, you but do. I think it dips after that. Oh, but there's okay. a really good okay. book in 97. Called? Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of feel like 99 is a huge year. Yeah? I mean, I don't know for sure, but I... Definitely some good movies, yeah. I can tell you that. My favorite movie of all time comes out in 99. Oh, okay. Wow, um, of all time. Yeah, don't oh, spoil geez. it. If well, I, you, you know what it is. Uh, I'll think about it. <laughs> we'll see if I can come up with it before okay. we get to 99. You definitely will be able to. Um, yeah, 90, you're right. 99 is probably a pretty culturally significant year. But, um, Kevin, thanks for bringing the heat with multiplicity. Sure. No yeah. problem. <laughs> we'll be laughing about this, I'm sure, for years. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, if you guys yeah. have thoughts about 96 feel free to share them uh, before before uh, we go what are we doing next uh, next time we're going to be talking about the new Are You Afraid of the Dark miniseries The Carnival of Doom yeah. and where can you yeah. watch this miniseries <sighs> the first well, episode's free on YouTube yeah. uh, and then episode 2 and 3 you have to buy for a couple well Maybe you can buy it. Maybe you can find it somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, they're out there. Yeah, they're out there. Uh, Three-part series. I think it's just an informal. We'll recap it, talk about what we think. It won't be your standard. Like, we won't have clips or anything like that. But it should be good. Yeah. Um, In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Um, you can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Leave us a review. It's really helpful. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I hope people enjoyed Podtober. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. over. <laughs> um, yeah, it came and went very quick. Very quick. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely reach out to us if you have anything to say. Uh, we love hearing from you. And speaking of loving from hearing pe- from people, Kevin. It was pleasure <laughs> <laughs> what's your big takeaway from 96 besides like you know multiples yeah. um, of course 
I find it very interesting how different our tastes are in things like movies and TV shows. And, and even oh. music, yeah. Like, we grew up completely differently, but also kind of together. So it's just interesting how but it works. But it's funny, too, because, like, if you, if you knew Kevin in the 90s... <laughs> Mohawk Kevin. Oh, gosh. There's just no way, like, I'm thinking you're watching 7th Heaven. Well, I yeah, was. I, know. <laughs> I know, but it's, like, very pleasurable to think about. I remember my first impression of Andrew, I, like, tapped him in science class, and he, he later, like, revealed that he's been scared of me because I'm just that, like, crazy guy walking around with a mohawk. I'm like, oh, I'm going home watching 7th Heaven. <laughs> Listening to Red House Painting. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. You used to walk around, like, brooding, kind of. Or that's how you, like, came off, you know? You yeah, did I, have kind of a brooding expression. I, I don't know how to do that. That's just, like, how my face looks. Mm-hmm. No. No, I felt like there was, like, a little zazz on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I must have lost that ability since. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh... We hope to see you guys next episode. Seven close call. Well, uh, <laughs> now I don't feel bad for missing it. <laughs> so, oh, so let me really give some consideration here. <laughs> Larger than life is the uh, elephant. Um, oh, who is in that? Bill Murray. This won't be in it. No, that's uh, that's Operation Dumbo Driver. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> uh, oh wait, no, it is Bill Murray. Oh, I'm the so idiot. You. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait, so who is in Operation Dumbledore?